one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Get ready and start your engines for our ninth annual aviation month on Savvy Broadcasting. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Petta Hunsfield. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting and Life Unscripted for our ninth annual aviation month. I'm so grateful to have you here today. I am really looking forward to this and I'm very, very uh, happy to be here. Oh my gosh, I am so happy to have you. You are have a wonderful channel on YouTube, Mentor Pilot, helping young people and anyone with a aviation interest. Uh, many people out there and they're wondering, how do I get into the industry? Or maybe they're just uh, enthusiasts. But you have a wonderful informative channel, also helping young students figure out ways they can get income so they can get out there. It's number one thing we hear from people is finding the income to get out there and to start flying. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, that was the reason I started the channel in the first place to to basically just, well, first of all, just give my view on what I thought about the, the job that I had about being a commercial pilot, but also to give a little bit of support to people who might find it hard and find it complicated to find their ways into the industry. And then from there, it's kind of snowballed into me explaining and helping people who are afraid of flying and everything that has to do with aviation, really. Yeah, absolutely. And you yourself are a commercial pilot. You don't just uh, do this. Share a little bit of your background with their audience who who don't know you. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I've just turned 39. Believe it or not, <laughs> I um, I worked in the airline business as a commercial pilot since I was 20 years old. So I started back in um, 2002, um, flying the 737. That was my first job, um, which was amazing. Um, straight out of flight school, I went to a government-sponsored flight school in Sweden uh, back in the day, and then I got my first job. And I'm actually still flying for the same airline as I started with uh, almost well, 18 years ago. I went through being a first officer for a few years. I became a uh, instructor in the simulator as so an instructing first officer um, after about three and a half years. And then I upgraded to become a captain, a line training captain, which helps new pilots into to flying the aircraft and then a type rating instructor and a type rating examiner which is mm. the ones that are actually doing the the whole training and examining of pilots recurrently in the airline wow that's interesting so when you say that you're a line training captain uh, does that mean you help them get into the groove of learning to fly are you sitting like the right seat watching them as they take their first couple of flights in the aircraft or yeah, so the way that it works is that you get your licenses first, and then once you have your licenses and everything on paper that you're allowed to fly, then you go through a type rating program. Well, hopefully you get a job, and then you get a type rating on the specific type that you will be flying. So that might be a jumbo jet, like a 747 or a Boeing 737 or an Airbus 320 or something like that. But in any case, before you're allowed to, to officially fly with, you know, without any strings attached to it, you need to go through a rigorous training program. Um, that includes the type rating, but then you have to fly with people like me and go, do certain things. You have to do a certain amount of, of landings and non-position approaches and things like that until I judge that, yes, this person is now ready to fly with, with normal captains. And then you go through a line check, which is a check flight. And if you pass that, then, then you're free to fly with, with anyone within the airline. Good to go. Good to go. Now, you mentioned you uh, started with a government-sponsored um, training. So how does that work? If I mean, you're in Sweden. Um, that's where you got your training. Now, how did that work over there when you want to go? Do you, have, do you have to apply for it like a sponsorship and get accepted? How did that work out? Well, um, Sweden is a fantastic country for many, many reasons. Uh, one of them um, is that they, they want to give equal opportunity to pretty much any occupational group. So um, if you can get a government-sponsored program to become a teacher, for example, or a doctor, well, then there should be one for becoming a, a commercial pilot as well. Now, obviously, the, the need for commercial pilots is regulated depending on what the business needs, really. So there was never a really big need which means that in Sweden at the time that when I did this training, there were only 30 spots available in the country. So you had to, I had to apply and then they started, you know, out of the hundreds of applications, they chose the ones that had the best grades. And then those people came to do uh, final psychometric testing. And then out of those, there were then 30 people selected, which I was uh, lucky to be among. Yeah, that's awesome. That's totally fabulous. I know you've helped a lot of pilots on your channel with finding ways and introducing them to the world of aviation. What has been some of your top tip for someone who's just like, maybe they're not quite even 17, but they're getting ready and they're thinking about flying, but they're not even sure how to get the money together. What's some of your tip for a new, new gal or guy out there? Well, obviously, um, the, the financing bit is going to be a, a, a major hurdle. So the earlier you start thinking about that, the, the better it is. Um, but the main thing that you need to do when you're young 
um, is you need to realize that you have a lot of time. Like you, that's a lot of people are frustrated when they're 14 and they really want to start this, yeah. this journey. But, but what you need to realize is that you should use those years and really use the often free education that you get through the school system to, to improve on your skills and qualities, because you're going to need that when you do your, um, your flight training later on. It's very, very condensed. Mm-hmm. And during this time that you're now sitting and improve, improving on your grades, no matter how boring that might feel or sound, you can then start to kind of, of picture the way that you want to go because there's several ways. You can go through a modular program where you pick and choose the training that you're going to do and you stretch it out over a longer time period. Um, that tends to be more, that tends to be cheaper, less expensive, um, but it also puts much more uh, pressure on you to you know to find the correct schools and to to do the studying and stuff you're not going to be spoon fed mm-hmm. uh, in the same way as if you do an integrated program which is more expensive is much shorter and uh is more of kind of like you go to school and you get everything done in maybe 18 to 24 months mm-hmm. so you can start looking into what what would suit you best and if money is the the problem then uh, maybe look at the modular course and start saving up you know, start saving up as much as you can. You won't yeah. be able to save up the whole thing, most likely. But the less money you need to borrow from your parents, from your uncle, from maybe even from the bank, the better it is. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, and then, and then the possibility, if you're doing this modular program, it, because it's slower, you can also work at the same time, which means that you can get a job, any job, and use the money to to pay for your flight training. Yeah. Um, so, so there is possibility. There's always possibilities. That's that's the thing. It might look like a mountain that is unsurmountable, like something that you cannot get over. But it's not. You take it in bits, and you will get over there. Yeah, um, I love that, Peta. Because I remember for myself, I had, I was a full grown adult in my mid thirties, and so what I did is I did it after work on the weekends. I started to do extra jobs so I could afford it. And then what I also did way before I even thought to go into a flight school was I did a lot of online training, really learning ground study, which was, I think, a good way when I got in there. It wasn't a big shock looking at all the instruments, what's going on here. It kind of made me feel a little bit more comfortable with the process once I actually got to the flight school. Yeah, absolutely. All of it, everything that you can do to prepare yourself, including uh, writing up, uh, sorry, reading up on, on whatever literature that you can find obviously watching the right youtube channels um mentor pilot mentor pilots um no but but anything that you can do to prepare yourself and that also includes if you if you fly flight simulators for example but you do that in a professional way and you try to do it as professionally as possible that can help um so anything is and anything is good when it comes to the stage and just realize that time is something that's good to have so don't worry if you're too young to start your training. It's actually going to work in your favor. Yeah, totally. I say, and it's never too late. I always tell some people who are, might be older and they're thinking of retiring. I'm like, well, get started. I mean, just because you're on the older side doesn't mean you can't do it for enjoyment or eventually maybe even be a flight instructor. Um, but you know, Peta, I'd like to go to your perspective on commercial flying right now, because as we've been hit with the coronavirus around the globe, it's really affected commercial aviation. And, you know, I think a lot of people thinking, is it a good time for me to even go into the industry? What's your take? Okay, so um, this is a crisis that's bigger than anything that I have ever seen, that's bigger than anything that anyone who's in the industry now can ever remember. 
Um, I joined the industry back in 2002, which was just after the 9-11 terrorist attacks, which was another major shock to the aviation business. Um, It was impossible to get jobs then. I managed to get one. I was very, very lucky to do do so. Um, But eventually that shock kind of dissipated. Um, People wanted to travel again. When people want to travel, there needs to be aircraft that can fly them. Um, there needs to be airlines that have those aircraft, those airlines need to hire pilots. And eventually, providing that the that humanity continues to be curious and continues to want to see new places and go to new places, aviation comes back. No matter how black it looks, it has a tendency to come back. Now, the question is, how long is it going to take? Uh, and that, that obviously, is the, is the golden question for anyone who wants to get into the business. Um, right now, there is a lot of pilots who have lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, they are furloughed or they have, they have completely lost them. Um, they have experience, which means that when the industry starts picking back up again, providing that those people are still in the industry, they will probably be picked first before anyone was coming out of flight school. So it, it's going to take a while now. Um, Providing that 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 we get out of this coronavirus pandemic, that we find a vaccine or something happens that that gives confidence back to travelers, mm-hmm. then it's going to be a delay before we start seeing new pilots being entered into the workforce. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I think no one is going to argue with me on that. There is a couple of things that works in the favor of people wanting to join, and that's the fact that the baby boomer generation, the ones that are born in the late 50s and beginning of 60s, they are going into retirement now. Um, they were already planned to do so. Mm-hmm. A lot of pilots, we see that in the United States, for example, are taking pre-retirement deals. So they're leaving the workforce already, mm-hmm. uh, and those are not going to come back in. That's going to help the pickup a little bit. Um, but exactly how, when, when this is going to be back to normal, it's yeah. very, very hard to say. And it would be, it would be presumptuous of me to sit here and, and, and guess, because right now we're bang in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And the, we didn't the, expect this to happen as it is. It kind of just fell on, on the globe. So we just yeah. have to see where it goes. Yeah. Ex- exactly. The, um, however, I'm not like you, whenever... Pilots, well, human beings tend to have a tendency to see where the, 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 like the direction of things are going and then just project that into the future. So if things are going bad, there is always a tendency for us to say that this is just going to, that we're never going to be the same again. Aviation is now dead. It's never going to come back. There's never going to be any business travelers, this and this and that. I have a tendency to see things slightly more cyclical. So yes, it's looking really bad right now. But if you look at any kind of disturbance going back the last 30, 40 years, mm-hmm. the, the overall curve has still been climbing. So I think that we will probably do so as well. If you, if you extend this horizon out maybe five years from now, we will probably be back on the curve again or close to it anyway. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to new pilots, I, I don't know if you're aware, but I've started up a new initiative together with... Um, a friend and colleague of mine um, called the Aviation, uh, the, um, the Airline Pilot Club, mm-hmm. APC, um, where we are basically going to try to help people on the way into the industry. Um, that sounds like it's a crazy initiative now, but bear with us. We have been working on this for over a year and we did not see this um, 
pandemic coming. Mm -hmm. But the first thing that we are doing um, is we're giving tools to people to check their own uh, aptitude and ability. Mm. Because it's something that I've seen through the work I've done in my YouTube channel is that a lot of uh, people want to become pilots, but have no idea whether or not they are actually suitable to become pilots. Mm. Very true. And the problem has always been that since you have commercial flight schools on one side, they will always have an incentive to tell you that, sure, come here, give us your money, and we will make you into a commercial pilot. Now, the, the tougher the business is, the, the harder it is to get jobs, the more important it is that you know that you have the skills and aptitude um, and personality traits needed before you start your training, so that you don't end up spending $100,000 or euros on training and then being told, unfortunately, you're not you know, you don't have what it takes. Mm. So this is something that we've, we're, uh, we're, we're launching now on the 2nd of November um, for people to be able to come into the Airline Pilot Club and they'll be able to do an, what we call an indicative assessment that will tell them, mm -hmm. okay, this is, this is your personality type. And also um, we will then use that to give feedback. You should maybe think about improving your numerical skills or your English language skills, or here are some ways that you can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, and then on the other side, we're then choose the number of steps. We're trying to guide them towards good, high-quality flight schools mm -hmm. and, and so on, trying to, to make sure that the quality at each and every step is as high as possible. That's awesome. That's totally awesome. Now, when that initiative comes forth, uh, how do they get in, involved with it? Uh, is it up and going now, or you got to wait to tell us? Now, we're, uh, we've been working on, on the details of this, making it right uh, for the last year or so, but we are launching it officially on the 2nd of November, so only in a few weeks from now. And the, um, the website is up, so you can go to theairlinepilotclub.com and see where all of these steps are and exactly what we do. Awesome. I'll put that in the show notes. And also, how do they get involved with you and watch all your videos? How do they do that? So you can find me on YouTube. Just look for Mentor Pilot, and I'm sure that's what's going to pop up. Um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The way that the world is now, I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to find. And Peta, I'd like to leave this with you leaving a wonderful comedic, if you can think of one, um, humorous story in the cockpit. Fortunately, that How about when you were a student? I've done some crazy stuff as a student myself. Oh, I mean, student, like... When we like, what we have to understand is that this government-sponsored program that that we did, we were seventeen-year-olds when mm -hmm. we started this, which meant that I, I actually I was flying an aircraft before I was allowed to fly a car, so drive a car. Mm -hmm. So this this meant that we were out like, you know, they, they let a couple of seventeen-year-olds out with their own Cessnas out in this training area, and we were flying around uh, with each other, speaking on the radio. You can you can just imagine. <laughs> um, so yeah, there were some, there were some, I wouldn't say crazy stuff going on, but there was some really, I mean, it's the most fun period in my entire life. I, yeah. I wish everyone has the chance to, to, to do that. Even if, even if it's not, like you said, even if it's not at a young age, but even at, as you grow older, if you, if you get into actually doing yeah. flight training, um, 
go for it because it is just so much fun. Now you put me on the spot now. I can't come up with this but a single story yeah. that that's worth telling right now. That, that, that's cool. I mean, I recall for me, I just want, I had an extreme fear of flying. So I decided I'm going to go out there and kick it in 2006. And one thing that was funny for me, uh, it didn't feel funny at the time was I would have my checklist. I'm very new, a couple hours out. So I'd have my checklist in my hand and I'm going through the outside of the airplane. And then I get to the inside of the airplane and I somehow at one point had left the checklist on top of the airplane nose and I got back in my teacher gets in this is a piper so I have to climb in first and he climbed in next to me and he said okay let's do the checklist I'm like okay where is it he's like I don't know where is it I'm like I don't know but here's the thing just before we got in the airplane my teacher said okay before you go in the airplane you did the outside check now just stand back and always look at the airplane and see in fact look to see if you find something wrong because you want to actually notice if there's something wrong so look as if there's something wrong is there anything out of out of the ordinary on this airplane i said no everything looks great he's like okay get inside the airplane so i climb in he climbs in after me and then he's like okay let's go with the checklist and i'm like i don't know where it is he's like look outside the window it's boom, right outside the window in front of the, on the nose. So it's like, yep. So it, it was a good lesson for me. Uh, funny, maybe not so funny now. But yeah. Um, yeah, you get what I mean, right? It could be a big problem for another type of issue if I had not been checking or looking and seeing. Yeah, I mean, that had that happened to a couple of friends of mine who forgot to put the lid back on when, after they fueled. You know, so the fueling <laughs> lid was off. And the problem, of, obviously, is that if you start flying, you'll get a, a, a lower pressure on the overside of the wing, which is where the, uh, the fuel fueling uh, kind of opening is. And if you have an under pressure, that will suck the fuel out, which is exactly what happened. So it is. And it's interesting that your instructor did that because it is, it's so typical of old school instructions. Even I do the same. You see a mistake being made. But instead of just correcting it immediately, you, he, he let you get in. He let you put your seatbelt on. He let you get, you know, get ready. And then he started showing you because the likelihood is like you're doing right now, you're, you will never forget that. Nope. Uh, it is a lesson. It will take you another 10 minutes to, you know, to, to get out of the aircraft and get checked and stuff. But you will never, ever make the same mistake. And the likelihood is that you're going to be looking at the aircraft with completely new eyes after that. Yeah. So it is. It's a it's a wonderful trick, and it goes to show why sometimes it's better to wait with correcting something to see, because it becomes a much better like learning experience from it. Yeah, I, I learned that too because sometimes you think it's funny when you're a new student, especially you don't know what to look for. So you're like everything looks fine to me, but yeah. him doing that made me see that I have to look closer and deeper. So it was a great lesson. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it, it's interesting because the, the, especially the walk-arounds and when you do walk-arounds on big commercial aircraft as well, it is, it is exactly like that. There is a tendency to just, you can't see the forest for all the trees. Yeah. You know, there's so much things going on. And then when you home in on something, or if you have experience of having seen something like a rivet that's loose or something, you will always be looking for exactly that or something similar to that. And once you see it, it will pop out. It's like when you go picking mushrooms and you won't see a single mushroom until you see one and then you see all of them. Yeah. Um, so it, it is same, it's the same kind of principle. Yeah. Well, this has been amazing, Peta. I thank you so much for coming to share on our ninth annual Aviation Month on Savvy Broadcasting. Everyone go to Mentor Pilot 
all over the place on Twitter, Facebook, and of course, go to YouTube, watch his videos if you're desiring to be a pilot. Uh, Peta is your guide to help you get inspired, and I just have to thank you again. Thank you. Well, thank you for letting me be on here. It's been, uh, it's been great talking to you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Peta. Thank you. If you like this episode, please share and leave your comments. To find out more about paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.